Welcome to Nebraskanomics, where we help Nebraskans remove barriers to opportunity with policy research and legislative advice. I'm your host, Jim Vogel, CEO of the Platt Institute, a Nebraska-based think tank promoting policies that make it easier to get a good job, start a business, and help Nebraskans keep more of what they earn. If you want more economic freedom in Nebraska, then let's get started. Hi, this is Jim Vogel, host of Nebraskanomics. And normally when you're listening to this podcast, I am interviewing somebody on a topic that affects people in the great state of Nebraska. But today I'm going to try something different. And that is I'm going solo and I'm going to give you a rant about something that drives me crazy. And that is the continued problem that we have with valuations going up and elected officials not lowering their rates so your taxes go up. And this is certainly topical right now. Most of us in the last couple of months have seen uh, staggering property valuation increases. Our, our personal home has gone up 31% in the last two years. If you subscribe to my weekly email, I've been talking about this, but more importantly, I'm hearing from people across the state that we're we're getting to a point where we are pricing Nebraska homeowners out of their houses. And a lot of that inks certainly is going towards the assessor. And I get that, but I'm here to offer you a different perspective of what the true crux of the problem is and how you can become more engaged to try to change the direction that we've seen over the last decade. State law says that assessors need to price your home between, I believe it's 92% to 100% of market value. And so when that happens, certainly homeowners enjoy seeing uh, the boost in their home equity, home equity that comes with the rising valuation. Uh, these valuation changes are, are paper gains in wealth uh, until you obviously sell the home. So I'm not necessarily pointing fingers at the assessor. I'm just trying to point out to you that they're doing what they're asked to do by state law. It's certainly frustrating. Sometimes these increases come in large chunks. I think our increase just this year alone here in Omaha uh, is about $90,000 in assessed value. And that, that equates to writing out a big property tax check uh, twice a year because of that valuation increase. If the political subdivisions that comprise your property taxes don't lower the rate to offset this. And that's what we're going to talk about here today. And we're also going to talk about a little bit about the shell game that I see happening with elected elected officials as it relates to these valuation increases. So let's maybe start there. Uh, I'm a former city councilman in Omaha, Nebraska, spent eight years on the city council, president for a couple of years. And I am only telling you that because I understand what the political shell game is. And you may be asking, well, what, do you, what are you referring to when you're talking about the shell game? 
Well, as I said before, we're seeing valuations go up staggering amounts all across. It doesn't matter if you're a business, a homeowner, an ag producer in Nebraska. Uh, we're seeing double-digit growth in valuation increases over the last few years. That's great if you're selling your house. It's not if you're paying property taxes. But what's happening is that elected officials are playing a game of rhetoric. And it often sounds something like, we are lowering your levy rate or keeping your rate the same, implying that they're not raising taxes. But this is, and oftentimes, very misleading. What I want the listeners to focus on is whether the political subdivision, when I say political subdivision, that's either city, county, community college, and most, most likely a school district because they make up about 60% of your property taxes. If they're collecting more property tax revenue than the previous year, that's a property tax increase regardless of how they frame the levy rate. So let me illustrate this point with a couple examples in the state of Nebraska. Let's start with Nebraska's largest city in Omaha. They recently released their budget a couple months ago. City Council this week just approved the budget and they're boasting about a 2.1% rate reduction. And then a city council member uh, made a budget amendment to, quote, reduce the property taxes even further. But let me tell you what the reality is in the Omaha landscape. They plan to collect approximately $18 million more in property tax revenue over the previous year. That's an 8.5% property tax increase for that political subdivision alone. All right, let's move down I-80 and talk about Lincoln Public Schools. They were promoting a 13 cent drop in their levy rate, but they're planning to collect an additional $27 million in property tax revenue in 2023 and 2024. That's a 9% property tax increase. And there are countless other examples across the state and the cumulative effect is staggering for Nebraska's families, businesses, and ag producers. And this is on top of inflation. It's on top of obviously gas and groceries going up. Utilities have gone up significantly over the last uh, 12 to 18 months, at least in my part of the state. So the cumulative effect of these property tax increases are having a staggering effect on Nebraska families. I'm hearing Countless people email me back on my weekly email. And if you want to subscribe to that weekly email, it comes out once a week. You can go to platinstitute.org slash subscribe. But people are telling me that they're moving to Texas or they're moving to other states that have more affordable property taxes. And if we don't start addressing the crux of the problem, number one, and number two, if we don't become a more engaged population to hold elected officials accountable, this is just going to, to continue. So let's go back now and get a little bit wonky uh, from a policy standpoint. Uh, the connection between rising property values and rising property taxes should not be automatic. In fact, if it was up to me, if I was king for a day, 
And the Platinum Suit just pushed out an article about this, a recommendation this week. Property taxes, the mill levy rate should automatically decrease to offset any property valuation increase. Because what happens if that doesn't happen is that you or seeing elected officials that will say that they're not raising taxes. Sometimes they don't even say that. They just are quiet and they do nothing with the rate. And all these political subdivisions, the schools, which represent about 60% of your property taxes, counties, list goes on and on. They're getting millions and millions of more each year. And guess what they're doing? They're spending it. And then that becomes the basis of their budget for the next year. So what I'm trying to say here is that we need to separate valuation increases and tax hikes because most homeowners don't know elected officials are raising their taxes. They're blaming it on the assessor. But at the end of the day, there is the, the solution is for elected officials to lower that rate to completely offset the valuation increases that homeowners are experiencing. I mentioned uh, the idea that we put forth this week, uh, Texas implemented legislation where there's an automatic rollback, rollback. So homeowners don't need to fear property valuation increases because the legislation will require each political subdivision to automatically roll back the rate so that each year you are not writing more in property taxes because evaluation goes up. Now, political subdivisions, cities, counties, school districts certainly can raise the mill levy rate outside of that process of valuations going up. And that's fine, but they're going to have to do so now in a more transparent way and not hide behind valuations going up and then spending the windfall. And, and that's what's happening. Uh, the connection between rising property values and rising property taxes should not be ironclad, as I said before. Property taxes paid should and can stay flat in the midst of rising property tax or property values so as long as the tax rate adjusts lower to offset that valuation increase, this would provide security for homeowners and more importantly, true transparency when tax increases are, are, are happening. So that's the problem. It drives me crazy because we have the seventh highest property tax rates in the state. And I hear countless elected officials talking in the last 30 days that they are keeping the rate the same or lowering property taxes or lowering the rate to give you the impression that they're lowering taxes. But if you look at their budgets, they're collecting more property tax revenue. And if you collect even $1 more in property tax revenue over the last year, that is a property tax increase. And we as engaged taxpayers need to become more involved in the process. And I'm gonna talk now and walk you through the opportunity that's gonna exist or exists here in September 
and why the Platt Institute pushed for the adoption of the truth and taxation legislation. So I mentioned before, I was city council member. Each year we'd have a budget hearing. Most of the budget hearings across the state are happening when majority of us are working. And quite frankly, they're not well advertised and most people don't show up. So the, the shell game, the ability for elected officials to not lower the, the rate comes under a scenario or a landscape where people don't know about it, but then they're not even showing up to the budget hearing. And I'm, I'm not criticizing people for not taking time or not knowing about these budget hearings. But my point being is that it's pretty easy for elected officials to do what I just talked about because nobody's, nobody's engaging with them. They're not being held accountable. So a few years ago, Nebraska became one of now three states across the country following Utah and Kansas to, to mandate these truth and taxation hearings. And these truth and taxation hearings have to happen separate from the budget hearing. And the budget hearing is where they certainly hear from the public and then they down the road have to uh, approve the mill levy. So now what happens, and I just got my postcard yesterday, if a political subdivision, and there are four of them, community colleges, public schools, counties, and cities, if they plan on raising, taking in more property tax revenue, more than 2%, let's just keep it simple there. I won't bore you with the details of the formula. Then they have to send, they have to be part of a, a process where a postcard is sent to your house to tell you exactly how much more property tax revenue they're going to collect and how much your property taxes are going to go up. That's step one. Step two is they have to hold a hearing. And on that postcard, you'll get information about going to this truth and taxation hearing. The political subdivision is mandated to have at least one elected official show up to these hearings. And more importantly, Nebraska families, businesses, and ag producers uh, have the opportunity to show up, tell their story on how these rising property taxes are affecting their business, their family, and look their elected officials in the eye prior to them approving and setting their mill levy rate. And this is important because before they weren't hearing from folks across the state. And I know as an example, last year, last September was the first set of these truth and taxation hearings across the state. I know that there were at least 300 people in Madison County. I know counties towards the Western part of the state where it was standing room only and they had to bring in extra chairs. I bet that this second round of, of hearings here in 2023 is going to see a groundswell of people show up these hearings. And that is wonderful. Uh, because I think that elected officials need to hear the personal stories on how their decisions to spend these windfalls and raise property taxes are having on Nebraska families. And I think that the, as each year passes, 
and and more than elected officials see engaged taxpayers, the less likely, number one, that they're going to want to even have to participate in these hearings. So their initial budgets uh, will hopefully not trigger these hearings. But by hearing from engaged taxpayers across the state, we still have an opportunity before they set their final mill levy in their budget for them to do the right thing and give back some of the tax increase that resulted in these valuation increases. It's great to have your, your home valued at market if you're planning on selling it. But right now, the shell game being played by elected officials, hiding behind these valuation increases, not being transparent, that they're actually collecting more property tax revenue by millions and raising your property taxes has got to stop. So my call to action is for people to contact their elected officials, show up at these truth and taxation hearings, uh, become more educated about this shell game that I'm talking about, less attention being placed at the assessor. Certainly, I want you to be engaged and challenge your valuations if they're out outlandish, if they're not in line with your neighbors and you have a case. But our focus has to turn to the elected leaders of each of these political subdivisions and let them know that we understand what's going on now, that they cannot hide behind valuation increases and raise our property taxes anymore. We just came off of a historic legislative session where we have slashed income tax rates, top bracket to 3.9%. The Platt Institute pushed for a portion of the property tax uh, legislation to actually remove the community college portion of your property taxes off your tax bill. That's gonna save you five to 6% every year. We can't take a step forward like that with the tax changes that we just got implemented and then take two or three steps back because elected officials are spending, are planned to spend windfalls associated with valuation increases and not offset that with lower rates. That's the message I wanna bring you today. Uh, more information can be found about these truth and taxation hearings, about property taxes, about how you can be engaged in Nebraska at our website, platinstitute.org. I want you to sign up for my weekly email. Every response that I get, and we have over 20,000 subscribers to that weekly email, I reply back. I wanna hear the personal uh, stories of Nebraska families so we can then engage elected officials and share those stories with them and why we have to change the fundamental problem that we have with our tax system in Nebraska. I'm Jim Vocal, CEO of the Plan Institute and host of Nebraskanomics, and thank you for listening today. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you want more economic freedom in Nebraska, please visit platinstitute.org to make a donation 
to help fund our research and advocacy. Or you can subscribe to our newsletter and learn about today's most important issues facing Nebraskans. It's time to stop the status quo. Let's remove economic barriers and make Nebraskans proud.